The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show. Well, the beating, the shellacking, the clubbing, and the mugging, along with a couple of bullets at the 49ers, where the Raiders did get pummeled. We're going to talk about that and a few other things here on show 312. Well, today's show uh, is not going to be as bad as some of you think. You're all thinking that I'm going to flip on out, which I did the first couple days, but no, I'm over that. Uh, let's get to what's on the show today. The post game for the 49er beatdown. What a trip. What a bad trip it was across the bay. We're going to hit on that. We're also going to hit on stadium violence. A little bit on that because, uh, well, of course, i got to bring something up about that at this point because everyone seems to be pointing the fingers at us. And that's some bullshit. We're also going to hit on Terrell Pryor. Welcome to the Oakland Raiders snagging our third round from next season's draft. Don't get me fucking started here, people. That will be a rant. And, of course, the bone line where you two can vent because I know therapy is deeply in need here at the Raider Nation. So without further ado, (laughs) oh, God, what a horrible game. The Bose game for the 40 Raiders. Well, Raider Nation, I've heard everything. I've heard it's just preseason. I've heard you got to stand by your team, man, no matter what. I've heard you can't be too too negative. (laughs) I've heard it all. And in conclusion, my friends, I will say this. The game that was the Battle of the Bay was sheer fucking buffoonery yes i know i told you i wasn't gonna rant i'm not gonna rant what i'm gonna say here is this the raiders played like they're going to play it's not preseason folks it is what you do to sharpen up your craft before the season starts not try to survive a football game in in fact a football game against the worst nfc west opponent Period. We lost to them last year. And and they were horrid. Just like I said in the pregame, I hope we don't lose. We shouldn't lose. <laughs> but we end up losing to these geeks every freaking time. I don't understand the phenomenon, people. Don't we get pumped up for this game isn't important. Hey, you Jackson had something to say. Let's listen to this, Randy. He said, if they're going to keep score, we're going to win. Battle of the Bay. Oh, I, I've, I've heard it every day. I, everybody's told me all about it, and I respect that. It is the Battle of the Bay. I mean, it's, but is it truly for bragging rights when it's a preseason game? Yeah. 
I'll be so. I mean, I want to be able to go eat in the San Francisco restaurants and get a pump up, you know, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, I, like I said, we're going there with the purpose of winning the game. I'm not going there to lose, that's for sure. But that being said, we also have some evaluation still to do with some very specific players, and we're going to put them out there. And again, the performance is where it's at. Guys need to perform against an opponent as they show us what they can do. And by the way, let me go on a tirade right now. I, I'm going to call you, Jackson, Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> I figured it out, man, because the bubbles are blown right up my ass. If they're going to keep score, we're going to win. This game is important to us. It's important to the fans. Well, what the hell kind of game plan was that, Hugh? If that's our best against the worst in the West. Yeah, I'm hearing the guys right now. Oh, it's only preseason. Listen, folks, watch the Jets play. Watch the Eagles play. And the Eagles lost. Vic got, what, sacked four times, something ridiculous. But their team still, <laughs> funny enough, looks smooth. There were sections in their defense and their offense very, very smooth. I saw nothing but hack and sack on that game. Hack and sack. I mean, the players in this game, the bright spots were few and far between. There were some. There were some bright spots. Uh, you know, <laughs> the bright spots were we didn't lose our quarterback for the season. Unfrickin' believ believable. Matt Shaughnessy, a stud, a pure rushing animal, a bull in a china closet. This guy is turning out to be everything we thought he was last season. He's getting better by the game. Lucky for us. Got an interception. You know, the guy is honest. Stevie Brown played almost every position out there. He was also a guy looking to keep his job. I don't know why these guys aren't trying to keep their job. Now, Samson Satelli and Stefan Wasniewski. Both played great. At the center position, I got to say, on the offensive line was the strongest point of the line. The rest of the line folded up and blew away. But the center called a good game. Good job on the centers because there was no middle penetration while those guys were in the game. Denarius Moore continues to amaze me and the rest of the Raider Nation with his ability to catch the ball at the peak. Very Fitzgerald-esque. I think he's going to be a player like that. We are blessed by God above to have this player on our team. He is also a very humble and gracious gentleman. That is a great combination. That is a combination of a champion. The attitude and the ability and being able to get out there in the NFL field and do it. Denarius Moore, man, keep going, baby, because you look like Hall of Fame material to this Raider fan. Michael Bush consistent. 4.3 yards per carry in this game. Tough one to believe, but true. He had no help from the offensive line. Very little at all. Rock Hartwright was all over the field. Catching passes mainly out of the backfield. Now, this Derek Hagan guy came out of nowhere. He's... You know, I've heard his name a couple times. You know, you look around and say, hey, who is this guy? <laughs> He's a veteran we picked up late. And uh, he made some good catches on the second team. And, you know, he might not make camp, but, you know, he's, he played played well. Darius Hayward Bay caught some balls. I was surprised. 
Uh, just when I hated Daryl Black, Blackstock, he came in and made five tackles solo this game. Last game he blew. This game he did okay. But it's still not good enough. Let's get to the people who are fucked up, okay? Because that's what I'm going to call it, the fucked up people. <laughs> Khalif Barnes, if he doesn't get a kick in the ass with a fucking pink slip sticking out of his hole, I don't know. He should be walking out of camp today. The most disgusting example offensive linemanship we have, and he's playing. Barnes blows. If he's not doing penalties, he's letting people walk by, and he's standing there with his hands on his hips watching the play happen. Watching it happen. Watching the quarterback get pummeled. Watching the running back get stopped in the backfield. Absolutely terrible. Barksdale's no champion either. Okay? Between the two of these knuckleheads, it was a revolving door. I'm not happy with the offensive line at all. Mr. Bubbles. So both these characters did a horrid job. Bruce Davis Jr. <laughs> we had him on our team last year. He moved to the Niners. Now he's back. He should have stayed a Niner. Sucked ass. Kyle Bowler. I've told you guys this from the beginning. He sucks dirty. Well, I won't say it because I'm not going off on a rant, but he sucks, literally. Kyle Bowler is not a guy we need on our team. We need to shit can this guy now. He's not even a good backup. He is a interception machine. Horrible. Trent Edwards should be number two right now. No question in my mind. I don't know what these ESPN guys are seeing. They must like Kyle's mother. She's fine. I don't know, man, but he sucks. Jerome Boyd. Listen, man, we're wasting time with this guy. Gerald Valdir, Jared Valdir, I'm really surprised to have to say this, but I'm going to say it. He blew ass, too, on the offensive line. He let Jason Campbell get sacked. He also dashed the hopes of a running back making it into the end zone. He was horrible, and maybe it's this new blocking scheme. Last year he was a superstar, but it doesn't look good for him right now at all. So, you know, there's a lot of guys here like Cumbie or Derek Hill, Jamie Cumbie, you know. Jamie Cumbie, with the center, I mean the uh, middle uh, defensive lineman, uh, <laughs> was the sole, and I mean sole responsibility for the 53-yard touchdown that made their running back look like, well, Marcus Allen. Derek Hill. I don't know what the hell he's doing on our team. I don't expect him to make it through camp. This game was disgusting. It was disgusting on so many levels. You guys know it was hard to watch. And you have to keep telling yourself in a mantra of mantras, it's only preseason. It's only preseason. It's only preseason. You snap your fucking heels together and say, it's only preseason. It's only preseason. And maybe you'll get somewhere. You're not going to get home to Kansas, forever, however, because this fucking team has got a long way to go. And if you watch Hugh Jackson's post-conference, you have a lot to fucking worry about here. Don't talk to me about being a Raider fan and staying by our team. Fuck that shit. It's been seven years of bullshit here. And I, for one, am getting fucking sick of it. And yeah, I'm ranting. So what?
The Raider Nation needs a good rant. You guys are calling in left and right, and you're pissed for good reason. So I will leave it at this. It is our second preseason game, and I will quote Mr. Bubbles, our coach. Thank God it was a preseason game. I obviously am a little disappointed in the way we performed uh, tonight. Obviously, the uh, practice performance uh, hasn't met the uh, on-field performance, and uh, that's what I got to get done, uh, and that's my job. And I will get that fixed. We're not playing like I think the Raiders can play, and I told them that. But uh, that starts with me. You know, it starts with the head coach, and then it goes all the way down. So we got some work to do, and um, that's what we need to get done. We missed some throws, and uh, we dropped some balls, and obviously that's a timing, timing issue. Uh, but that's not what I've seen in practice. So again, it's about taking the practice performance to the game and having it happen. I mean, uh, kudos to San Francisco. They did a good job. We didn't play as well as I think we can play. The things that I want to see fixed that we've talked about that I think we've shored up a little bit, being able to stop the run, being a little bit more consistent in the scoring zone, doing some things that I think our football team is starting to grow and do in practice didn't show up today in the game. So that's the disappointing part. But like I said, that's on me. I'm not going to put that on them. Obviously, we got to go back and continue to do those things better than what we're doing to get to where we need to be. Thank gosh, today was the second preseason game. It's not the regular season. Uh, but again, uh, like I said, San Francisco did a great job. We didn't play as well as we can play, and we need to play better. We were all saying the same damn thing, Hugh. You better straighten it out. He says it's on him. You bet your ass it's on you because the team is a fucking shadow of itself from last season. I do not see that team here. Where did you put those guys, Mr. Bubbles? And that is all I have to say about that. On a minor note, yes, Kevin Boss hurt his knee. I saw that play. It was dumb that he had to go out and play some more. I'm hoping that it's not a bad injury, but hey, man, par for the course for this game, and that is the end of the minor note. He's day-to-day. Jason Campbell's concussion, stinger, call it what you will, we'll never know the truth, uh, evidently has healed miraculously, and he should be 100% by the New Orleans Saints game. Let's hope so, because he should be ready to run for his life if we're sticking with this O-line the way it is. That's it. In a wondrously surprising move, the Oakland Raiders pick up Terrell Pryor from The Ohio State, quarterback that is surrounded by a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of baggage, and, well, let me get started by saying, welcome to the Oakland Raiders, Terrell Pryor. I hope you bring something to the table besides drama. 
There was a time that I didn't think we would possibly even use a third-round pick on this character. He's a quarterback, first of all. We really don't need a quarterback right now. Uh, he's also shrouded in controversy. He's also Jamark-esque. He's got a great physique. He's a great physical specimen. He's got all those same words they used on number two, which, in fact, he is number two, by the way. Scares me already. That right there, Karma, sets me up for bad mojoism. Telling you. He's got all the physical attributes of a Superman, but he does not have the mental capacity to deal with the playbook. That's why at Ohio State they had to make a special book just for him. Sound familiar? He couldn't remember plays, couldn't remember defenses, had a very hard time. You know, I, I'm so impatient that, like, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm so impatient that I just want to get everything right right away. And it's it's that's not how things go. It's now the corner seven yards back, and this guy, this corner over to the uh, field, and it's... We'll say three yards, okay, we have to know that sometimes he's over here. Now you got to look at the safety, how far back are the safeties now? It's a bigger part. I mean, sometimes I was like, man, you might have her get this. Okay, the safeties are back 10 yards. All right, or 10. This guy has to roll down so it's covered. And then uh, as I came along, okay, I'm starting to, starting to get slower, and I felt it getting slower. Now I could worry about where the defensive linemen are, and I could move in the pocket a little bit, and uh, that's where I'm at now. So it's... It's feeling a lot better, and I can actually throw the ball in there accurate. So I, it feels good. It feels good. I just want to be a, a quarterback. I want to be known as a quarterback, not an athletic quarterback. So I want to be a quarterback that can, that can run and make whatever play needs to be made instead of being an athletic quarterback that can just he can really run and throw a little bit. I want to be a quarterback that can throw and, uh, and can run very good, too. Good physical specimen. Great, great physical specimen, but as far as the mechanics quarterback, as far as the ability to get the ball on time to where it should be, absolutely not close to an NFL-quality quarterback. He has a better chance of being a wide receiver, and so I ask, why in the fuck do we give a third round up 2012 for him? Why? I don't think we have a second, third, or fourth round pick in 2012. Why don't we just give them all away? <laughs> you know, this is absolutely the reason our team is fucked up. Al Davis crooked little fingers all over this one, by the way, because he ran a 4-3-6 and a 4-4-40. He's fast, people. He's a fast physical specimen that we can surely afford. We got... What, three quarterbacks on the, on the roster? Who are we going to cut on our team for this guy? And what is he going to do for us? He's on a five-game suspension. He's going to be taught to be a wide receiver in five games in the NFL. Never done that before. He's been a quarterback his whole life. You think we're going to change his mechanics? His footwork is horrible. His decision-making is just as bad. I mean... Yeah, okay, give a fifth round for the guy, sixth round for the guy. But to stretch up and blow out a third-round pick when we need linemen, we need outside linebackers, we need defensive backs, and here we go. He now is the future of the Oakland Raiders. That's what I'm hearing. 
Coach Gruden recently concluding an ESPN quarterback camp session with former Buckeye Terrell Pryor. How did all this happen? What, what do you say to all these, these Ohio State people? I mean, what's going on? Pretty much uh, me just making mistakes, you know, and uh, especially losing a great coach to, to this great university. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just a disaster, you know. I'm very heartfelt for it, very sorry. But at the same time, I still I have to move on because I still have a life I have to live. And um, I mean, I'm just very, I'm, I'm disgusted on what really went down, what had to happen to that university. That, that um, I regret the fact that Coach Stress had to leave, and I regret the fact that I had to leave. And I just wish I could still be there with my teammates. I'm just trying to get used to it and just try to move on. You know, it's hard for me, but. So that's something I have to do. Rose Bowl champions, Sugar Bowl champions, right? You're the MVP of both of those games, aren't you? And when I watch you, roses are red, violets are blue, Terrell Pryor is just better than you. You're leaving a lot behind, man. You sure you're ready to move on? Or you want to go back and try and work this out with the NCAA? It's over, it's over with. I can't. You don't want to move back. I want to move forward. I mean, you could have won the Heisman Trophy. You'd have been a top-flight Heisman Trophy candidate. You know, the biggest thing is that I, I need to, I can't put out no more pressure on the university and my teammates. This is not right. That's, why, that's the reason why I left. Um, it wasn't right for me to put all that pressure and uh, let, the, let my teammates and all the fans hear all this negativity and stuff like that. It's just, it's not right. That's why I ended up leaving. The object of these shows is not to try to uncover uh, every negative thing that exists. I don't really know the exactness of what happened at Ohio State, but I do know that Pryor um, is disgusted and feels terrible about what has occurred. At the same time, he just turned 22 years old on Monday. He's got to move on with his life. You can't be more impressed with the guy physically. He's all a six foot five. He's 235 pounds. He's a double threat. He's one of those guys that can be a terror to defenses. He's got some work to do. Fundamentally, he knows that, but he does have rare talent. Drew, when we look back five years from now, what will we be saying about Terrell Pryor? Five years from now, we'll be talking about one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no doubt in my mind that he's got the, uh, the mental uh, toughness. He's got the work ethic. He's got the leadership. He's got uh, all the physical tools, a great arm. He can make all the throws. He's one of the best overall athletes. He's got great size. He's got toughness, and he's a winner. I fully expect him to be as successful in the pros as he was in college. He's going to be a winner there, and hopefully he'll lead the Raiders to uh, a couple of world championships, and we'll be talking about one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. The future of the Oakland Raiders. Ha! I'd love to see it happen, but there's no fucking way, people. Are you crazy? This guy was a stretch at five at the fifth round. A stretch, man. A stretch. And here we go. Going to pay him third round money. Going to wait forever for him to develop, I'm sure. If we don't try him, we, we keep him on our team for a wide receiver for a couple years. Other then we'll try him a quarterback for a couple years. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll use him at running back for a couple years. The guy's got a lifelong thing here, even if he doesn't succeed. <laughs> it's amazing, this fucking team, man. We don't need this guy. We don't need a quarterback this year. 
you know, because they don't want to pay Jason Campbell next year if he has a decent year, is that how cheap it's gotten in here in Oakland? So if he doesn't take us to the playoffs, we're going to shit can this guy. Unfucking believable. This team is absolutely unfucking believable. And I, for one, think this was a big fuck up and it's going to be another fuck up down the road. Another joke. And yes, you guys could say I'm negative, man, but I'm just saying what is seen here. The guy took Corvettes and all kinds of other shit. That's what he got caught. That's why his his coach at Ohio State, Dressel, got fired, had to quit. Because this knucklehead got caught with all the goodies. But he's sorry. Oh, he's sincerely sorry. He's so sorry. But right after he's sorry, he has to move on with his life. He's young. He's 22. I can't be too sorry for too long. So that two seconds of sorry was all you get, Dressel. Sorry, partner. I'm moving on with my life. Fuck your life. Hey, I don't like this character. That's my opinion. I mean, he's a raider. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, good luck with this move, Al. This has Al Davis written all over it. I'm not happy. Uh, you guys spin it any way you want. I'm spinning it the way I see it. I see it's bullshit, a waste of money, waste of time, and certainly a big waste of a third-round draft pick. No way. We'll see where uh, Mr. Pryor ends up. I My guess is he doesn't make the team next year. That's uh, what I think. So good luck, Mr. Pryor. Welcome to the Raiders. Uh, it's not your fault that we picked you. I'm sure, I'm sure bummed that we did. We need a third-round pick next year for something we need other than uh, this reach, I mean, it's such a reach at quarterback. It's like Jamarcus Russell, man. Number two, mark my words. I hate to say it, but I'm telling you, it is. He's a little smarter, but uh, not on the football field here. Ain't You'll see. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he becomes Stabler, the Kenny Stabler of the Oakland Raiders in this decade. I hope he takes us to five Super Bowls. I'll eat all my tickets after each game. But I don't think so. I surely don't. Bad move from Oakland, I think. Um, and Mr. Bubbles, well, you got a lot of work to do, partner. Uh, good luck with this one. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay, now the violence that occurred at the candlestick or the spaceship that landed in San Francisco, whatever you want to call it. Listen, candlestick has always been a sketchy place for me. I mean, even though I'm wearing my silver and black, I see way more fights there than ever in Oakland. Oakland has just got security up the ass. You guys who go there know it. You know, There's no shenanigans because, like Amy Trash said, we got it under control over here. Coliseum is way safer than that shithole across the bay. And the fact that they're pointing their fingers over here is just sheer bullshit. Anyone who's gone to Oakland knows it. 
and all those 49er fans that come over there to party because we know how to do it better than they do. And that, that's a fact, my friend, not a fiction. Uh, they know it too. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Stupid people are everywhere. Uh, stupid people are baseball games, football games, hockey games, you name it, basketball. Stupid people are everywhere, man. And there's just not enough stupid people leaving the planet. That's all I got to say. Uh, but you got to take care of your own, take care of yourself, keep your eyes open, and don't be a fool because there's a fool every minute. And anybody who wears a fuck this team t-shirt in their house, well, you know what, man? Like I said, to people who wear that shit to the Coliseum, you get what you get, baby. If you're going to wear a fuck the Raiders t-shirt and walk through the middle of a tailgate, then you're going to get whatever you get. You deserve it. Beat down, shot, stab, whatever, because you're an idiot. You wear your colors. You walk where you're supposed to. Yeah, you're going to get razzed a little bit, but hey, man, don't be a fool. There's a fool born every minute. That's unfortunate, and the fools involved in this shit, well, happily, no one had to pay with their lives, but would have been very tragic. It's already tragic because people are fucked up, and I just think that's terrible because families do, believe it or not, as expensive as it is, go to these games and I'm ashamed of behavior of some of these idiots. And uh, I speak out, man. I, I suggest you speak out, call the cops, whatever. Uh, it's not about being a rat. It's about keeping a place safe for somebody's kids. And you better keep that serious because that is very serious. That's all I have to say about that. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. You guys are not afraid. You're not afraid. You're not ashamed. You're coming in hard, and you're coming in big time to the Raider Nation podcast bone line. Yes, that therapy is needed. I can always tell when the call volume peaks. Uh, It's either because we won, we lost, but there's some serious therapy, and I think therapy is in need at this point of the year, even though it's so freaking early. Yeah. Well, don't forget to visit RaiderNationPodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook as well. You got to check us out, man. We make a nice page. All the news that you could use is right up in the house there. Randy kicks ass. The site is awesome. And, well, what more can I say? Except for this, let's get to the first caller of the day. Hey! We have from beneath the waves... The Surface Raider. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Um, this is The Surface Raider. Um, I've got a few thoughts that have been building over the past couple of weeks, and I think now we've seen the team play their first preseason game. It's uh, an opportune moment to have a look at where I think we are. Um, first of all, the free agents that we failed to retain, um, I, I shared everybody else's anger and frustration in that, but to be honest, it was entirely predictable. Um, two words there, Tom Cable. Um, we knew from the what I now think of as the cable debacle um, that a number of our free agents were going to be unhappy, and we, it was all said that a number of them were going to walk. Um, I understand that we actually made Miller the same offer Seattle did, and uh, he chose to chose to leave. So that's fair enough; it's his call. Um, the way we run our offense, the tight end is key. Um, he is the relief valve in the pressure cooker. Uh, we've got to have one. But they saw Miller walk; they panicked and they got bossing. I'm actually quite happy with that move, and. I think if we're serious about moving the ball, um, Boss might actually be a better option. So 
all in all, I'm sanguine about that one. Um, Namdi Asamoah, um, yeah, it's devastating that really. Um, you, you can't, you, particularly a team who draft as erratically as we do, you can't draft a world beater like that and then fail to retain him. Um, but the the point at which we lost Asim was about two years ago when we wrote some of these big contracts for guys who really were overpaying. Um, that's a welcome path. We don't need to go any further down that. But effectively, with a reduced cap, it was always going to be impossible to keep Asim Um Yes, we should have traded him, but that's 2020 hindsight because we didn't know what the salary cap was going to be. Yada yada yada. We are, you know, we have historically we've been paying more money than anybody else to our players, um, so it's always going to be difficult to get under a new cap. The bright side, I think, to um, Asamoah um, not being retained and us not having to pay the money, is that we are bringing back a largely unchanged defence from last year. Um, I think that the defensive line looked extremely good. I think the linebackers look solid and competent. And uh, I'm scared shitless about what's going to happen in the secondary. Um, this Stanford route thing's fucking mystifying. I, I don't know if there's another NFL that we're not seeing the fucking games from that he's playing. Or there are Raider games happening that we're not aware of. But every time I've seen him, he's looked pretty fucking shaky. Um, and frankly, we're going to get bummed. Because the, the two starting cornerbacks aren't really starting quality cornerbacks. I think they're going to be a harder team to run against. And it's... It's going to be like fucking triply on a Saturday night. There's going to be that much shit flying through the air um, as teams try and spank us in the passing game. Um, the only positive in that is that it's going to give Huff, who, who I think has outstanding ball-hawking instincts, uh, and under Woodson's instruction will get better and better. I think it's going to give Huff a lot of opportunity to get his hands on the ball. But uh, meanwhile, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's going to be ugly watching. Um, and that said, we can outscore teams because we can score fast. But my final thought there is that if Jason Campbell um, isn't the Jason Campbell we want him to be, the light at the end of the tunnel this year is a big fucking train. Um, and there is no getting around that. If Campbell can carry the game, actually, I think we could go 10-6. and six. Anyway, Radiation, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, it's going to be an interesting year. It's going to be an interesting year. I think we could do well. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking to the game starting for real, and uh, I, I think that this team can do it. That's the Surface Raider. I'm out. Go Raiders. There you go, man. That's the Raider Nation of the UK speaking out. I'm talking about a guy who knows the team. He knows football. He loves this sport. International Raider Nation is rocking in the house here at the Raider Nation podcast. Great takes all. Um, I am totally freaked out about our secondary and this is a passing league, people. <laughs> it's a passing motherfucking league. So we better be ready somehow. Thank you for the call, my man. Always good to hear from you. Our next caller, a very good friend, very old friend, a friend indeed. Back there, my friend, the double X Raider. Calling into the show, man. I see you're uh, throwing up the podcast, man, and you sound you sound kind of warm. But uh, first and foremost, man, I'd like to send you my condolences on the passing of your mother, man. But you know what? You left a real cool cat, man. So you know, keep your head up with that. Know you're doing, man, and keep keep it going, man. But on your podcast, man, I see you a little warm, man. But here's the thing, that you know, Al Al took a took a gamble, man, and I think and I believe. The uh, salary camp went down $5 billion this year. Now, you can check me, check me on that, but I believe it went down a few dollars. So I think that's why, uh, one of the reasons why we didn't resign the Omni. Now, the Omni's getting a little old, man. 
You know, he's 30. He's starting to get nicked up, as you know. I don't think he's going to last a season with Philly. And also, you know, we kind of got two for one, man. The place you'd have to pay the homage to keep him was just, was just astronomical, man. We couldn't do it and improve the team. So, you know, now kind of alluded to that at his press conference, you know, when he said he can get two good players for the price of the Omni. And I kind of, I would buy into that, man. I think I would take that as long as we get two good players. You know, even if one of those young kids step up, man, I think uh, I think we'll be fine in the secondary because our front seven is where the, where the, where the press is going to come and where, that's what's going to create the uh, INTs for the secondary if it works out like it's planned, like, like it's planned. Now, other than that, man, the moves he made, Letting Miller go, yeah, you know, I would be upset like you, but, you know, we think it's the boss man, and, and he was solid all the way around, man. He can catch, he can run uh, probably a little more seasoned than, than Miller. So I can live with that deal, man. I think I think that will be a good pickup. Now, the only question is how fast will it take him to learn the playbook like Miller does, like Miller did. Now, if he can learn the playbook pretty quick and be an asset on every down, every play, or whatever they use the sign set, man, I think it'd be no no love loss, man, for Miller going up, up to the sea chickens, man. But uh so I think that's a watch, basically. Now, and the game plan for the first game, I I think that was okay, man. I, I didn't you know, you, I didn't really expect them to, to show a whole lot. And man, we got a whole bunch of cats sitting on the sideline looking in. Uh but overall, man, I think it's you know, one of the better First preseason games the Raiders have had in many, many years. And I know you know what I'm talking about, but the championship we've talked to you. So I think we look okay. Even we can field goals, and I can live with that. That's okay. I'd rather keep field goals now, go touchdowns later. Follow me? But uh, other than that, man, things are good. I hope you come into Miami for the Raider game, man. You know, we got drinks on tap. Waiting for you, man. So make up your mind and uh, come on through, man. It'll be a good time, man. I know, man. I'm, maybe the seven years of drought's killing me. Maybe the, maybe it's just the, <clears throat> the almost getting to the playoffs, but now seeing things kind of slide backward. Maybe that's the panic. I don't know, but I don't like what I'm seeing so far. But I am glad that I have brothers like you to lift me up because that's what it's about, man. We gotta lift each other up, man. I look for a better season. I hope and pray that we ain't showing all we got, my man. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Jesse from Plano, Texas, man. Yeah, you're in cowboy country. I'm telling you what you got. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Jesse over here from Plano, Texas. Um, what's up, Raider Greg? How you doing, man? Hope you're doing good. Uh, Raider Randy. Everybody else out there throughout the U.S. and throughout the whole world, you know, how's it going? Anyways, I uh, just called in real quick to let you know I'm really glad that they put in uh, Satelli as the center. And uh, they put, uh, what's his name, Winieski, I think, as a left guard, which was a really good move to improve our offensive line. So I'm excited about that. I'm more excited about this kid, uh, Moore, Demarius Moore. Man, I think he's the real deal. Um, I think he, he'll... He's not, you know, the guy that we need, but he is uh, the guy that could be the guy that we need, if that makes sense. I think he has a lot of potential, just like Jacoby Ford. Anyways, uh, Raider Greg, I was um, calling the Raider Nation podcast to see if you or anybody out there could help me. 
I'm in Plano, which is right next to Dallas, Texas, and I listen to ESPN all the time on the radio at work and constant, constant talk about the Cowboys. Is there any radio station that you guys out there in Cali listen to that they talk news about the Oakland Raiders? Because I'm tired of listening about the Cowboys all the time. So if you guys can give me anything uh, on this or whatnot, or email me, jnl813 at gmail, let me know what radio station you would recommend that would talk uh, news about the Silver and Black. Other than that, go Raiders. Y'all take it easy and have a good one. Let's go. Hey, man, anywhere in the country you're going to hear about the Cowboys and the Jets and the Patriots and the Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's about it. Those are the teams you're going to hear. You hear on the fringe, you hear the Giants, uh, but that's kind of where it hangs out right there. Oh, you hear the 49ers all the time over here. Good luck, brother. I think this is the only station you're going to get. There could be satellite radio, but you're still going to get bombarded by that cow pie stuff. You know what I mean? Good luck with that, my man. Thanks for the call. Next, a very passionate, very passionate Raider fan lost in Texas, man. <laughs> Houston Raider Steve. Yeah, he's out there by them Houston Texans. I'm sure he's getting an earful of that. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve just calling in on my birthday and everything. And, uh, you know, we're all excited about the football season. Uh, God knows, you know, baseball's okay and everything. And I'm really happy the Giants won the World Series and everything for all the fans out there and everything. But we're just ready to go to Molly's Pub and watch the Silver and Black. Just a couple comments I wanted to make. Kevin Cobb, the Arizona uh, quarterback, I was fortunate enough to run into some of his relatives here in the Houston area, up in the Woodlands area, and he was quite a quarterback at the University of Houston for the Cougars. So I'm not saying he's, you know, all world and everything. Obviously, his stats weren't that great for the Eagles, but he's a serviceable quarterback. Also, I just want to say that uh, here in Houston, they've been talking all this shit and everything about how the Texans are going to go to the playoffs. And, of course, that's the flagship station, saying all the homers over there are going to do everything they can to uh, – Talk it up, you know. Uh, JT the Brick, he's on, as you know, on Fox Radio. He was telling me, uh, telling me updates to myself and everybody else up, up late at night. It'd be 12 o'clock our time, Central Time, 1 o'clock on the East Coast, on your local Fox station. He keeps us abreast of the Raiders on the radio, just like Greg does with the podcast, Greg and Randy. It's a total surprise to him and, and to me and everybody else about Miller going, but, you know, that's what it is these days. Show me the money, you know. Cooper Gooding said, but I'm sure glad that we got Boston and everything. And like you said, it's half the salary that uh, Miller had. Miller was my favorite player at the time, but, you know, for the money that uh, Boston's doing, you know, you said he was taller and more physical on the blocks. I think that, you know, we, we didn't miss a beat as far as I'm concerned. So I'm happy for Zach. I'm happy, happy for Nambi. And uh, we're just going to have to move on. I look forward to hopefully coming out to see you guys this year. Had a great time out there when I visited with uh, uh, Randy and Greg and everybody and Double uh, X Raider and Bad Boys of Barbecue Kirk and, of course, Charmaniac, Charmaine. Had an awesome time, even though, like Greg says, the Candlestick is a shithole. It's one of the oldest stadiums in the league. But the main thing is we go out there, like I told my mom, she's a huge local Texans fan, old older fan. I said the reason why we go out there to see everybody is because we go out there to see our friends that we've met through the podcast. The tailgate, all the fun, the laughter, the friendship, the big, huge video van, the boy, bad boys of barbecue with Kirk and everybody. That's what we go out there for. 
from East Coast to West Coast, the other side of the pond, Crusader Raider. You guys are what I'm a Raider fan for. You guys are what it's all about. There's nothing like being out there in California at the Coliseum or even the shithole the candlestick and just, just seeing your team in person. That's my first game I went to last year. And so everybody, anybody out there that's has thought about going out to California to go watch a, a home game at the Raiders, it's well worth it. It's, it's priceless. It's something you'll be smiling the rest of the year thinking, you know what, I'm really glad I made the effort to go out there. Go Raiders! We're back, baby! Thanks for the props, my brother. You know when he's talking about that tailgate, you guys don't even know what it's like. It's crazy fun. He's telling you, I'm guaranteeing it. Guarantee. Get your ass out there to Oakland and party down with the Raider Nation podcast because, well, I'm telling you, you'll never forget it. All right, who's next? Next, my good brother from Bakersfield, Raider Jaime. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's going on? It's Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, what a what a preseason game, though, huh? But anyways, um, I just wanted to, you know, drop a bone on the line and um, say, hey, fellas, I mean, hey, Nation, don't worry. I got a feeling we're going to be good this year. You just got one name to put out there, Al Saunders. He's back. His word, this is where he's from, from what I just saw on the – on the Raiders, uh, their telecast over here, whatever they got on their on their uh, website. You know, he was a ball boy back in the days of when uh, Davis was the coach, and back in the days of uh, the Frank Field. But hey, you know what? They're gonna be good this year, man. Despite of what happened Thursday night, you know what? I saw a lot of good positive things. You got to remember they were they were switching off a lot of the you know the rookies and and guys that are that are looking for a job with the first and second unit. Hey, the second unit stopped them at goal line, stopped that Cardinal first unit. Man, you got to be proud of that at least. And um, Jarvis Moss, man, that guy was all over the field. Didn't he look? Did he look good or what? But anyways, um. It's going to come down to, uh, like I've said it before, every time about this year, it always comes down to uh, who they cut to put down on that 53-man roster. So it's really critical as uh, as to how they break down every player, you know, and evaluate them and see who's going to be a fit for the for our system. I, you know, they got they got a good variety of players. DVD, you know, he he fucked up a lot. But hey, he's a rookie, and I think I think he'll he'll get better at it. And because um, we got we got some good coaches over there on defense, I know I know they're it's their first year; they still got to prove themselves. But I got a feeling they're they're gonna come around, and I'm not I'm not too worried about Iron Regime being gone. And you know what? I a lot of guys are you know giving uh Stafford out a hard time. You know what, guys? Yeah, he he in his. In his past, he's fucked up a lot, but you know what? Look at his numbers from last year. There's only two other cornerbacks in the league that had the same numbers. Out of 99 balls thrown his way, only like 32 or 34 were were caught. And you know who else had those same kind of numbers? I um, what's his name? Fuck, uh, Revis 
and Namdi were the only two other cornerbacks that, that had those same kind of numbers last year. You don't believe it? Look at their stats. So I mean, give the guy a break. I mean, he he's he's gonna he's gonna earn his, his money this year. I really believe it. He's really gonna break out this year, and uh, I think we'll be all right in the secondary. Yeah, we'll 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 see we'll see a good year. I, I'm 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 confident, Raider Greg. I'm very confident of this year, and um, we've already made plans to to head up to a couple of games this year, me and the family. So. We'll be seeing you out there this year for sure. We'll catch you, man. All right. I know where you, I know where you guys set up camp at, so there won't be no excuse to missing you guys this year. Well, nation, stay stay true, and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm out. Well, there you go. We got the positive from the man. This guy is always very positive. We need to have that man because uh, I get all emotional, and sometimes it takes Jaime to bring me down, <laughs> bring me back to reality. <laughs> We could have a great season. I'm hoping, man, but it's looking pretty sad. This is before the Niner game. He's he this uh this came in, so I wonder if he's feeling the same way now. Probably so. He's always positive. Thanks for the call, brother. Now, Raider Nation, I want you guys to know there were some great calls. Uh Tony, uh Raider Tony after the 49er game. The Raider General from Michigan, he was funny too. Raider Sambo. I mean, a, a lot of good calls, but these are all before the Niner game, and I have a lot of calls after the Niner game, so I'm going to have to bump it up to after the Niner game because that's where we are right now. That's where you are right now, so <laughs> that's where we're going to go right now. First, we have Raider Giovanni, and you can hear the game in the background. He's going to tell you how he feels. <laughs> I think this kind of tells everybody how we all felt. Uh, Hit it, my brother. Hey, what's up, Raider Greg? This is uh, Giovanni calling again from Orange County. Just here watching the game. Two minutes left in the game. Um, first off, my second time calling. Uh, last time I called, I was just venting. Didn't have the time to show my appreciation, but I just wanted to say, first off, I'm glad what you guys do. Glad what you and Randy guys do here. You know what I mean? If I can't listen to guys every week and just vent out, I don't know what I'll do. But, uh, you know, thanks. Thanks for the podcast. I appreciate everything. You guys are doing a great job. But, um, but, uh, speaking of the Raiders, fuck, man. Um, 17-3, losing to the fucking Niners again, making them look like some great fucking team. Um, you know what I mean? It's true what you said last time. You know what I mean? If we were a great team, if we got it together, we would be looking like the Patriots. You know, looking stellar in the first, second, third. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And um, it's like, shit, you know, Hugh Jackson saying we're going to make a bully out of us? You're correct. You're so right. You fucking, we got a long way from being a bully. More like bully shit. You said it best. But, um, you know, it's bullshit. It's just, fuck, man. Sometimes it's like, so every time I call, they're pretty much the kind of not good ones, but it's just it's just what I'm seeing, you know. It's just the way I feel. But um, fuck, I hope things I hope things turn around. I I still have belief. I still have a little faith that things will turn around this season. You know what I mean? I think once we get the unit together, you know, Louis, Louis Murphy is a big hit. But you know what I mean? We got Denarius Moore stepping it up. Looks like he's gonna be a big factor in this game. So uh, I think he'll, things will turn around for us. Things will be good at the end. Sucks to see us lose fucking against Niners again. The fucking 
fucking fucking wine, the San Francisco whiners, you know. But it is what it is. Hopefully, we'll turn things around when the season comes around. You know what I mean? I, I still got the faith. I still got some hope. Still got some hope. I still got hope. Uh, I still got some hope alive. You know what I mean? Well, it is what it is. Whatever. I got hope alive. Everyone, everyone, keep keep the belief. You know what I mean? Just gotta keep believing. It's what it is. You know what I mean? It's all we could do. You know what I mean? We got the players. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm repeating myself, but you know what I mean? Let's just keep believing. Support the Raiders. Let's have their back. You know what I mean? If we have another losing season, hey, we've been there. We've been there for the past fucking how many years? Nothing new. So all we got, all we got the worst look is up. So uh, hopefully we'll fucking uh, turn things around, man. Thanks again for what you guys do. Fucking go Raiders. I really can't say any more than that. Pretty much uh, sums it up for this game. Thanks for the call, man. You got to vent. Got to tell like it is because it's in our face, man. Who's next? Next, my good brother, Lil Raider. And he's from East Side Oak Town, man. Let me have it. Yeah, what's up with it, Raider Nation? Lil Raider out East Side Oakland. Just saw the Raider 49er game. And. I mean, we lost, you know, we got our ass kicked. But that's not what I'm trying to, that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is Raider Greg, why do you say that the Raiders should go after Asante Samuel? This fool is like D'Angelo Hall number two without the attitude. They are zone cornerbacks. They are not man-to-man cornerbacks. Now let's get out, let's get that out the way. We Asante Samuel does not fit the Raiders. What they do now? I want to ask you another thing. Who do you think should start at wide receiver? Because. All of a sudden, Hayward Bay is looking good. Denarius Moore is a star at camp. Jacoby Ford is always a beast. Lewis Murphy, he go hard. And then we got who? Derek Hagan, who's who's you know making a push. And then we got Chaz Shillings. That's six right there. What is it? Six. Who should start? Me personally, I I would start Shillings healthy, Denarius Moore, and Ford in the slot. But then that leaves you Hayward Bay, who you know he's he's doing all right. You know what I mean? And then Lewis Murphy. I mean that's five. Receivers right there. Like, I think we are so packed at receiver right now. It's like, I mean, it's a good thing. And uh, if only we ran an offense like like the Packers do, just spread the receivers, ooh, our offense would be the shit. And then when McFadden, you don't even know. But, yeah, who should start that receiver? Raider Nation now. Yes, D'Angelo Hall did play zone. And know this, 
D'Angelo Hall also left the Raiders and went, I think he went to the Redskins. He's still there, and he's doing a great job in the zone. What I'm saying is why don't we switch our defense since we don't have the players for it? Why do we continue to try to force square pegs into a round hole and keep the same man coverage? That just doesn't make any sense to me, but I guess that just goes with what we have. Um, that's the Al Davis defense, and that's what we're going to have, and I guess we can't change it. we got to work with what we got, and that's not much, <laughs> as you know. Yes, I think we got to give this kid from Tennessee all the chances he can to be great because he plays great right now. I say put him out in his number one position. I say forward, number two, uh, because he's fast and he gets underneath and he's hard to see. He's a good, good wide receiver and he's got spectacular hands and he grabs the ball from anybody. Doesn't care how big you are. Great receiver. DHP should just rustle in there with Murphy, who's been injured. Uh, he, that might be a lingering injury and those guys might be able to work a rotation between the two of them. That's my feeling. That's where I'm going. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, my good brother Juan Jorge's back on the line. Let's hear what he's got to say. Hey, what's going on, Greg? It's Juan calling in. Um, I had to call in the next day because I was too fucking pissed yesterday. Man, I know, I know, I know it was ugly, but let's look at it for what it actually was. It was a preseason game, and we had a lot of key players out. Jacoby, out. McFadden, out. Mike Mitchell, out. Chris Johnson, out. The guys that I saw that got abused were Walter McFadden, who took the place of um, Chris Johnson. Well, he didn't take the place of Chris Johnson. He took the place of, of, of Van Dyke, who took the place for Chris Johnson. But anyway, since it's a preseason game, um, these guys will come in and um, – cover for each other since it's preseason. Um, the good that I did see in this game was Hayward Bay, I think, is going to surprise some people this year. He made a few good catches that I didn't think he was capable of making, um, especially the uh, first one that was near the end zone um, in double coverage. Um, I see him being very, very, very solid this year. Other than that, and Denarius Moore, I don't see much. Our O-line is bad. Well, you know, our secondary wasn't the real problem. I mean, we got burned on the pass, of course, but they put up like 280 yards of rushing on us. Dude, we got a lot of issues, and the O-line sucks. <laughs> I, you tell me that I'm wrong. I'd love to know it. But, uh, yeah, there's more problems than meet the eye. Even with those players out, I don't see a big impact that way. Uh, not, not on our defense. Oh, my gosh. We got some work to do. Next, we have a great, and I mean great, message from the troll out of Chicago, the Windy City. Hey, Raider Greg. This is the troll from Chicago. And I'm a little saddened tonight as I call in, listen to news of people being shot at a football game over what team they like. As I said, I'm in Chicago, home of the Bears, and I've been a diehard Raider fan since I was a shorty. I expected to take a little bit of flack 
especially being in Chicago or in any of the other visiting territories. And it's great to come home and be at the Coliseum and be among family wearing silver and black. But I think this weekend puts things into deep perspective that it's just a fucking game. People need to grow up and realize that. Going all the way to the owners, to the players, it's a game. Hopefully the Raiders start looking better. Deeply sad. My thoughts and prayers go out to those affected by the events of this weekend. Keep the faith, brother. Hopefully the season proves better than the preseason. Love you, and I'm out. Very well said. Very well spoken. Uh, And I think we all must agree that uh, that's some bullshit. That's all I got to say. And next, we have the Jersey Raider. What's up, man? Oh, boy. Raider Griffin, Raider Nation. This is Jersey Raider calling in. Uh, just found out we selected Terrell Pryor. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't say that I'm surprised. You know, it, it is what it is at this point. But, uh, you know, we got up for a third-round pick, which... I believe is, you know, a little bit steep considering the fact we had traded our second-round pick uh, in this upcoming draft last year with the Patriots. Uh, so we don't have a second-round pick and selecting to our fire now in the supplemental round of our draft. We're not going to have a third-round pick next year. Um, you know, this isn't good. You know, I wouldn't, I would have preferred they take, you know, prior to take them with the fifth-round pick or later, but they didn't choose to do that. Uh, also, for the Niners game, and it's preseason, we could be better. Too many guys are injured and hurt. And lastly, you know, there shouldn't be violence at stadiums. You know, no one should be getting stabbed or shot at during the game. That's just reprehensible, and it shouldn't be happening. But, you know, hopefully security improves, and hopefully everyone stays safe and in the right mind. All right, Raider Nation and Raider Greg, that's all I got to say. But as always, stay strong, stay proud. It's a Jersey Raider, and I'm out. Well, you summed it up when you said Terrell Pryor. It is what it is at this point, because that's exactly how I feel. With a third-round pick? Are you kidding? We don't have a second, third, or fourth-round pick next year? How are we going to get better? Hoping? Wishing? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Great call, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, my very good brother, the Oracle of Central Illinois, true Raider Nation through and through, Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. Just want to talk about a couple of things. Haven't been very impressed with the games I've got to watch here in the last two weeks. I don't get to see them, but two days after they're already done, so I already know the results, but I still watch. This Sunday coming up, we play the Saints, an elite team in the NFL. We're going to see how the defense can hold up against them. You know, it's hard to win when you change all these things they've done in the offseason as far as coaching, blocking, whatever, defensive schemes. Then you let two players get away that really were an integral part of your team. But, you know, we got to move on with that. With that. Uh, on a happier note, 
Al Davis made the move of the offseason today when he drafted Terrell Pryor. I'm very happy about that selection. You know, he ain't going to play for five games and all that craziness, but this is a guy that we can look forward to in the future. This guy's got great athletic ability. I don't give a shit if he sold the jersey. I really don't see nothing wrong with it, to tell you the truth. This, you know, I'm very happy with this selection today. A lot of people are upset, but hey, what can you say? This guy's athletic. We got to have a quarterback for the future. We got to have someone that can make plays with their feet and their arm, and this is the guy that can do it. As far as the Raiders moving to L.A. possibly again, nothing would piss me off more if they did that. They do not belong in L.A. They belong in Oakland. They're the Oakland Raiders. Even the 13 years they spent in L.A., they were never the L.A. Raiders to me. It would make it much more inconvenient for a guy like myself to fly 3,000 miles and then have to go to L.A. instead of the convenience of taking BART from San Jose or San Francisco, what do you, wherever you want to put it, to the stadium. I'd have to spend a hell of a lot more money. I just don't think I can make it happen. So this is one Raider fan that does not want to move to L.A. Go Raiders! Well, I'm really surprised you like this prior thing, man. I really am because I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think he's a quarterback. I think he's very much like Jamarcus. Uh, from everything I understand, he's got great physical attributes, but he can't. That's the mental game he has really a hard time with. And well, when I hear that, I, that makes me think Jamarcus Russell, man, or any other quarterback that couldn't make it. You can have the physical attributes, but if you don't have the mind, you can't do it. And uh, I hope he does, man. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope I eat my words. And I hope you're right, because you're right more than I am. <laughs> for sure. Thanks for the call, brother. And here is a very good example of kind of what I was thinking. The Pennsylvania Raider. <laughs> Nation, this is Pennsylvania Raider. Just saw that the Oakland Raiders drafted Terrell fucking Pryor. Can anyone say Jamarcus Russell the sequel? I, I, I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, w once again, Uncle Al saw a big name out there, and he's like, hey, let's draft him. The guy hasn't played a significant game since I, I don't even... Uh, I don't even know what to say nation i'm i'm just beside myself on this one it's going to be an entertaining season to see the, to say the least it's going to be laughable laugh out loud <sighs> pennsylvania raider out i don't know what to say either brother except i hope it works out we got to hope it works out man we got to be positive we got to hope this kid turns out to be superman that's what i hope all right thanks for the call <laughs> Next, another good friend, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. You are a funny mofo, man. Check him out. Raider Nation, what's going on? 
Raider Chris Grant PA. Uh, just found out that we wasted another draft pick, this time on baggage prior. Um, I'm going to start by saying this. Me and Pennsylvania Raider have seen him play high school ball here. Uh, he's, he's terrible. Outside of his run game, he's, he's terrible. You know, his accuracy is garbage. You know, sure, he can hit a wide open wide receiver that's alone doing jumping jacks in the end zone, but then again, so can I. Uh, his vision alone in the pocket as a, uh, as a quarterback is just god-awful. And I knew once the supplemental draft started, I was like, we're going to get this asshole. We, we are. And sure enough, we went out and uh, wasted another draft pick. So now we're out two, three, and the fourth round. Just, just, just a bad decision on Al Davis. Uh, I don't know. That's all I really wanted to call about. Uh, I'm sure your, your bone line is, is blowing up right now, and if it's not, it should. Take my word. He's a waste of a draft pick, especially a third. That was a reach. But, uh, you know, nothing else matters except for Al Davis's final word. So, uh, so I'm, re- I'm ready for some football, trying to get it in, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, Raider Nation, I am out like a fat girl in dodgeball. That's exactly how I feel. That, that is word for word what I thought when I heard the news that we got Terrell Pryor, man. <laughs> word for word. The guy is garbage. Okay, I got to give him a break. He's a Raider now. He's not garbage till proven otherwise. <laughs> Thanks for the call and the insight. Next is Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. What's up, brother? I love the feeling here. Raider Nation. This is Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I don't know what to say, man. Um, let me start out by uh, having a take on the San Francisco fucking Niners handling us 17-3, which, uh, other than the fact that we were throwing picks and making fumbles and being stopped at the goal line couldn't fucking put it in the end zone again, and we were in their house, 3-0 halftime looked a little promising. Um, They broke off a run after the game. People got shots. Fuck them. Fuck that place. Fuck the Niners. At any rate, Monday here, now I just learned that we have given up our third-round draft pick next year to take Terrell Pryor. So now we don't have a second-round pick. We don't have a third-round pick. We don't have a fourth-round pick. Nation, I am dead fucking serious when I say this. Let's all hope to God that Usain Bolt does not throw his name in the hat because we will take him with our first pick. What the fuck? You know, don't even... I. <laughs> Al Davis has to go. That's what I'll say to the statement on this phone call. And a, and a statement. 
Next, we have Raider Sid from Moval. Now, he's got a different opinion here. Check it out. What up, Raider Nation? It's Sid from Moval. Raider Sid, that is. Hey, first and foremost, Ryan Kenny from ESPN is a fucking dick. It's obviously the fucking Raider hater. He is thrashing Terrell Pryor. He's just a kid, man. Come on. He's putting him in his grave before he even starts. You know what? If anything, Terrell, this is the fuel you need to get out there and kick ass. Because there's a lot of people saying some poor-ass shit about you. Oh, big deal. So you jacked around your college a little bit. Everybody fucking does it. You guys, you just got caught, all right? Doesn't mean you're not a kick-ass football player. You need to go out there. You need to prove yourself. As for this uh, preseason game I saw against uh, the Niners, we looked like shit, you know. The only thing we did decently was uh, stop them in the red zone, okay? Uh, then, but don't break, but they pretty much marched down the field. That looked like shit on our first team, too. Offense, uh, Campbell missed a wide-open tight end, our new tight end boss, in the end zone. I think everyone saw that. He was uh, wide open from the beginning of the play to the end of the play, and he just would not throw the ball. Fuck, dude, preseason. If you get picked off, you get picked off. No big deal. But at least go for it. You know, so um, Jason Campbell, I just don't know. I, he just doesn't have the look in his eyes that, that, he, uh, that he's a winner. I think he looks scared. So uh, he better get his ass in gear because you've got some quarterbacks behind him that want to play. They're a lot more aggressive. And uh, we need something to happen on offense. We really fucking do. Last year we had some, some decent spurts, but uh, really had the same old problem where we fucking used Janikowski as a fucking pinball scoring machine. All right? Let's, let's keep him for the long ones. And, and if we get inside the 25, put that fucking ball in the end zone. Okay? Raider Sid, out. You know what? He could be the best thing, man. I hope he's a great player. And I know that that asshole fucked him around. I know I listened to the whole interview, and it was pretty pretty doggish. He, he did kick him in the dirt, and he made him sound like a piece of crap. I agree. We got to give the kid a chance. He's a Raider. He's our guy now. But, man, I just don't think that was a very smart move by the Raiders. We could have used that third-round pick for something else, um, even a quarterback, someone who was better prepared to play the game. I don't know, man. That's how Al Davis written all over it, but whatever. You know, we got to move on. He's part of our team now. We got to just support him and move on. Um, and that's it. Thanks for the call, man. Next, we have Raider Sambo from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and he's got an interesting take. Let's hear it. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Sambo from Stillwater, Oklahoma. I just got done watching the 49ers game. Um, first team D, uh, looked pretty good. Stopped them from scoring on the 49ers first two series. You know, both times with interceptions. I know one of those doesn't really count, but I'll, I'll take them both, you know. Um, but then our backups came in and our backups backups and they just kind of stunk the whole plays up. And, you know, once they come in, once our backups come in, our chances of winning lose, you know, goes away. It evaporates. Um, Kendall Hunter, the third string running back for the 49ers, he he ran all over us. 
you know, and that was mostly because um, our defensive line couldn't get any pushed. We were we were just getting pushed around all day. And um, but our first team offense looked uh, looked good, you know. If uh, Campbell was able to locate Kevin Boss a little bit quicker on one drive, uh, we would have a touchdown. And that kid, Denarius Moore, he continues to impress us. Continue to impress. I mean, this kid is incredibly explosive, and he also would have had a touchdown if uh, Jason didn't overthrow him or lead him too much. Um, I want this kid to start opening day, and he probably will due to injuries to Murphy and, and uh, Shillings. And, you know, speaking of injuries, what what the fuck's going on with all these injuries? You know, Lewis Murphy's out, China Doll Shillings is out, Jacoby Ford is out, Darren McFadden is out, Jason Campbell seemed to have gotten hurt in that last game, Kevin Boss has a strained knee, Where's Mike Mitchell? What happened to Mike Mitchell? Taiwan Jones still hasn't, I still haven't seen him at all. You know, Hugh Jackson wants bullies, but it seems like we're getting bullied. And when you watch that 49er game, we were getting bullied on the offensive line and the defensive line. You know, we'll find out who we are next week against the Saints. You know, our starters will play probably the whole half. I hope Campbell and Boss is in there so we can see what we really got and Jacoby Ford might be back, you know, and here's a little statistic to prove how insignificant the preseason is, and uh, Adam Scheffler tweets this, since 2005, the Indianapolis Colts in the preseason have gone 4-27, and I mean, but since 2005, they made two Super Bowl appearances, and they've been to the playoffs every year. So, I mean, preseason doesn't matter. We'll be ready when it counts. <laughs> I hope. Um, but, um, thanks. Thanks, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Can't wait to hear what you got to say about the 49er game. Bye. Well, well, well. I, <laughs> I have a different take. I think our offense sputtered and was inconsistent. A lot of drop passes. Not happy about that. The defense, I don't think they were very good either. They let the Niners going up and down the, the field and first team, second team, third team, any team. We looked like crap. They went right down and we held them at the goal line. But do we want to be holding teams at the goal line all season? I don't. I don't want to have that pressure. I don't have that many Pepsids in my pocket. Can't do it. But uh, hey, man. I don't see that many positives. I hope we play. I like the statistic, though, from the Colts. I, I wish that was us. I hope we're that way this year. But I'm not seeing the things I need to see to be confident that we can be consistent in any game, preseason or not. We're going to find out in New Orleans, boy. I'm going to tell you right now. Our next game with the New Orleans Saints will tell all about this team. Well, Raider Nation, that will be it for this show of the Raider Nation podcast. Well, you know, it was ugly. And uh, that's all I can say. This next game, like I said, man, is going to say everything because this is the game we treat like a regular season game. 
We plan, we practice, we film, we pick apart the other team to try to win this game. This is a game where we're going to have people on the field longer and we're going to try to put it together. And we're playing against a championship organization. We're going to see what we're made of. That's right. On Sunday, check it out. The Raiders will be playing the New Orleans Saints. I hope and pray that we see a different team on the field. Improvement at any level will be a positive. I don't need to have some crazy breakout game. It would be nice, but improvement is all I'm looking for. Let's hope we see it, Raider Nation. You know what I'm saying, man? Check us out after the game. We will be letting you know what we think. Hey, man, there's no pregame for the Saints. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> That's funny. We just got to do a better job of what we're doing. I got nothing else to say but that. There's the pregame. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.